Hi, everybody. Well, it is time for another Awesome Women podcast. And today we have Fiona Simpson with us. Hi, Fiona. Hi. Are you going, Amanda? Good, thank you. Now, Fiona, you are a trailblazer in the Queensland Parliament as the longest-serving female MP and the first woman to serve as its speaker in more than 150 years. Wow. Well, when you start out and think, gee, I'm going to get in there, I've got things I'm passionate about, I want to do, I never thought I'd end up being the uh, longest-serving woman in the the Queensland Parliament. That's not your goal. Uh, But that has happened along the way, and it's been a privilege to do that. And, look, I love my job. I love what you can do with a lot of local people in particular, but you meet some extraordinary people along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So where did it all start, Fiona? I mean, I'm sure you didn't just, you know, well, maybe you did wake up one day and went, yep, politics is for me, let's go. I had a different career pathway, and if there's something I can share that might speak to other people and their their, uh, their journey in life, I was a journalist, so I was passionate about that. Mind you, when they do their rankings about uh, public uh, opinions about people, I think journalists, politicians, uh, God bless news, car salesmen, but we're all in sort you know, public perceptions of these positions aren't always high, but they're so critical to how the wheels turn in people's lives. So I was a journalist, loved being a journalist. That was my career. And then I took, this is where it's a bit different. I, I took some time out to uh, put a music album together, oh. have a bit of a creative sabbatical. And in the year that I was uh, writing and uh, uh, putting this album together, there was stuff going on politically. I'd always intended to go back into, into my career as a journalist. Yeah. Uh, and in the midst of this year, there was stuff that was going on politically. And I it was getting my blood going. And I thought, well, if you don't like it, don't sit back and whinge about it. Yeah. So. It wasn't a planned pathway. My family, I do have a family background in that my dad had been a member of parliament in a different seat from the one I contested, but I was always going to be a journalist. So it was it was a detour and uh, it's, a, it's a ripper detour, but that's the thing in life. Sometimes when opportunity arises, there is the risk of failure or perceived failure or what people will think, but um, sometimes you've just got to stand up and go for it. And I think too, Fiona, you know, it's incredibly important to remind ourselves that, you know, and in your case, your skills of being a journalist are transferable, right? So whatever skills we've picked up along the way, they're transferable and we take them with us. Look, that's a great point. I'm very, very grateful for my work and training as a journalist and you keep learning. Uh, I would also say that it's important uh, to whether you're in a role, a particular role, that you might be in a role long term, but we've got to keep learning along the way. So who we are and how we grow in that time can be very different, even if you're, say, in a long-term family business with certain responsibilities. Yeah. We've got to keep adding to our skills. We've got to keep growing and have people that we can think, now, who, who can challenge me that I can learn from? And we always need people we can learn from, people who can challenge us and help us to be better. And uh, because uh, life's for living, and it's, but it's also about doing the best that we have with the skills that we're gifted with. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, those people who are guiding us or mentoring us or on our, in our inner circle, they're not necessarily they're going to be the same people over 10 or 15 years. They're going to come in 
impart what they can and then you find the next group. Yes. And look, Amanda, I've been a, an opposition member, so not in uh, on the government benches for many years. And you'll get some who'll say, oh, what can you do? Uh, one of the things that it taught me was the importance of uh, the authority and the position that you do have. Don't ever let someone talk you into a corner and say that's where you should be. Uh, you have the right to be in the room and to speak. But in regard to that mentoring, that training, I'm very grateful actually for some outstanding men mm. who, if you like, were mentors. I perhaps didn't think, do they mentors? Yeah. When they were sharing and encouraging me. But uh, some of them have given different perspectives to me over the years. One of them was about the learning journey. Mm -hmm. And I know there are many experiences you can't just rack up by doing a degree or a course. It's how you utilise that information you're taking on board. But they certainly challenged me and I am very, very grateful for that. Yeah. And, you know, they're, whether they're male or female, um, we, and like you say, at the time we don't necessarily think them as a mentor, um, but they're imparting that wisdom. And even if it's just, and generally they're sharing their experiences and like you say, they can look at something from a different perspective and share that and we haven't even thought about it. Exactly. There, there was one gentleman who was actually quite a senior member of a, uh, a government department, actually, and uh, mm. here I was, opposition member. There's a lot of people keep their heads down, and uh, but he had a real heart and care for, for people regardless of the spectrum or the title, and I think that's always an important thing. Um, the roles we may be fortunate to hold, they are a privilege and they will give you opportunity, but don't wait for a title to yeah. be effective and I admire those who say uh, we have the opportunity of, of taking our skills and this is where um, one of the things I'm really passionate about is, is how you connect certainly in the local community there's often a solution around us uh, it might take a bit of creativity I mean being straight I'm not talking about being being um, manipulating people that's mm. not what I'm talking about but uh, there are often solutions around us with the right people and if we've got the ability to bring the right people to the table, particularly the leadership model of, of drawing people with those skills together, we might have part of the puzzle, but by drawing those people together, it's amazing the outcomes you can get. Yeah, for sure. Now, collaboration. I'm reading some notes here that the greatest power is in collaboration. I 100% agree with you what would you be saying to our listeners that they should be doing in their businesses? Yes, well, we're at a time when there's a lot of people who find it very challenging also to get staff, and I know that is a, um, a huge issue around keeping talent, maintaining talent, and I don't presume to be the HRIR uh, person that can come up with a brilliant thesis on this. But one thing I do know, all that I've been fortunate to do and achieve in my own life you don't do it on your own. Yes, there's family and friends you can say encouraged you, but I have had some outstanding staff. I've had some outstanding volunteers uh, along the way. So what I mean by collaboration um, in the community, as I said, I, I'm an opposition member, but I, I represent my community. I have a right to be there speaking on their behalf. Uh, the stakeholders of my community. I also have the privilege of working with a lot of community organisations, a lot of uh, sporting service groups. So what I find is that uh, there will be things that you can do with legislation by government resources. But you look at the really successful projects, 
uh, that might happen globally. They often will have a local genesis. How many times are there local people who've seen a problem, seen a solution? The collaboration, and this speaks to perhaps a community project that I've been fortunate to be involved with, with others. The collaboration um, is bringing people to the table, not always agreeing about everything, only what you do agree on. You get that kind of collaboration and a coalition of support, sometimes around a difficult issue. You can change, you can change the, hand, the focus of government. You can change the outlook locally. So um, that does take a bit of a skill set to facilitate. Mm -hmm. uh, but local is powerful because you can multiply it. And we should never underestimate small things that you can grow. And, and that's where a lot of these discussions start, isn't it? You know, it's in a community group. They need, maybe they need funding for, for growth in a hockey field or a soccer field or anything. And, you know, it's about how do we do it? Who's going to write the grant submission? Who's going to be the lead person to run? Who's going to go and find out the costings? We don't all have to be good at everything. And I've seen projects... Uh, it might have been a youth justice uh, project I was involved in a few years ago. Needs refreshing now. But um, I saw people at the table who actually had very different views on aspects of the issue. But when we looked at what we could do locally, and it wasn't always about waiting for somebody else to, to do something. It was looking at what we could do there locally. Yes. We were actually in a stronger position with some of the other harder stuff about leveraging and changing some entrenched positions. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it might be something very different. It might be in someone's workplace. Uh, and I think that's the challenge of um, how to bring people to the table with different views and people we don't always agree with. Yeah. And uh, leadership in the workplace, sometimes people will be the bosses over others or they'll be in part of a team. And um, I think those sorts of skills, as we talk about the skill mix for the future, are relevant now. If you want to hold people with their purpose, uh, enable teams to achieve great outcomes, particularly under times of stress, be adaptive uh, to, boy, I, I think we've all flogged that word pivot to death, but um, I, I don't think the times of change will go away. But how can we encourage uh, those that we work with or we have leadership over uh, or leadership up to, to um, as teams to do what we need to do? To me, it's technology and innovate. Innovation isn't just about technology. It's often about how you bring the best out of teams. Yeah. And, and it's about having that different perspective. Just because someone's not doing it the way I would doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah. There's a, there's a great book I read years ago, Heifetz um, and Linsky. There's others, I'm sure, called Leadership on the Line. And they made the point, you know, you don't necessarily want everyone saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, you don't want things so chaotic when there's arguments and things escalate. That's kind of breaking things apart. But they, they said um, you have to have a place where people can speak up differences, but to do it in a safe way that, uh, that those voices can be heard because you might find the innovation is, is there in the, in the slight difference. Now, if, if things are so hot and so different, you, you don't get that. But um, these are skills that... I, I'm challenged by, but we need to always be challenging ourselves. How do we hear the different voices, mm -hmm. uh, still have cohesion in a team, uh, but allow people to innovate and to draw out the voices that might be quiet and on the edge because yeah. they're not the loudest ones? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, 
for those listening, uh, you look after the Sunshine Coast area. So what what's happening up there? What what are some of the um, innovations or what are some of the opportunities and projects that we've got to look forward to? Well, for women in construction, actually, like a lot of Southeast Queensland, the Sunshine Coast is just going off. It's absolutely exploding. There are some real challenges in that. Um, we're all seeing a time when there's tremendous population increase, but that's been going on for some time, but it's certainly escalated. However, in my area, we've got a merge door. There's a new CVD being developed. There's quite a lot of uh, roadworks underway. We're advocating and lobbying to get heavy rail into merge door and the Olympics coming. We want to see yeah. Southeast Queensland connected. Yeah. Uh, we want to see our regional hubs connected. And it's not just about the future. It's about what we need now. Certainly for my area of merge door, there's you know, the old crane index, there's a lot of cranes around. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really is. So I think as, as far as certainty of infrastructure rollout, uh, but the skill set and mix is something a lot of businesses are talking to me about. And um, I think we need, personally, I think we, we need to make it easier as far as some of the red tape and bureaucracy around uh, how people um, support their workers. I mean, it's, it's a conversation for our federal colleagues. I'd love to see, um, not only our federal colleagues, but I, I'd love to see the way that we allow workplaces to um, to support their workers that doesn't have additional tax hits. So at the state level, that's payroll. Federal level, it might be um, fringe benefits tax. So yes. that might be off into the weeds of specific issues, but I think that to innovate into the future, it's not just about technology, it's about people. It's how we attract and maintain. Yeah. Not everyone will be able to pay uh, the same as somebody else, but why shouldn't you have a workplace that's a place of, of preference? And I've heard some fantastic stories from some businesses I've, I've met with over time, how they innovate to hold on to good people. And I think that their conversations, certainly in the HR and the organisational space, um, because we need to train more people, we need to attract more people, but how you value people in the workplace, those are skills in themselves. On the sunny coast, though, where, where we are, I think, booming. There's been a tough time for the tourism and hospitality sector, but very keen to see those new buildings coming out of the ground as we need more houses, mm -hmm. and um, but we're, we're pushing on for the rail. Absolutely. Yeah. The rail will be great. And I agree. We need to attract and retain more and whether, you know, I'm going to shout it out from the advocacy of construction side of things. You know, I think we're not doing enough to um, highlight the career aspects for our future women and men. We're, we're not showcasing that there's fabulous career opportunities and it's not a, you know, a lot of the trade tradie ladies we talk to or the apprentices coming through, um, you know, it's not a life sentence. Just pick something, finish it, and doors open, whether you're a painter Great or a plaster. Yeah. Great point. Great point. And, um, look, I, I need to learn and keep learning from yourselves as well, and this is where what you're doing, your collaboration, your mentoring, your connecting is important. Uh, but you're right. It's not the end of the story. Mm. Uh, I was a journo. I've been in politics yep. a few years, uh, but I've also been privileged to learn from people who are better than me in many areas. And you go, you know, that makes life more exciting when you keep growing. So that little bundle of skills that you might have studied a few years ago, keep adding to it, yeah. keep changing it. Uh, and you, you, you might walk in, 
when opportunity arises, you'll be prepared. And if I can say this, you know, there's many fantastic women who need to back themselves and not back out of the room. And it's it's easy sometimes to go, should I be doing this? What will people think they might laugh? Well, it's that's not a life sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And I and the one thing I want us to get rid of is the word I'm just this or I'm just that. We need to get rid of that word just. It's the one thing that I will pull anybody up when they go, oh, I just do this. Well, no, you don't just do anything. You know, we are all pivotal to the role that we play. I'm still learning about some of the roles within the construction industry and the diversity of those roles. Yeah. Um, I think the more that we can help highlight that is the better. Yes. And so... You just made the point, if, you know, do something, finish it, great. And it might be the pathway where someone goes or it might add to that skill set that people take into a completely different job and that is okay. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. Well, Fiona, thank you very much for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, we will share your details um, on our um, social media posts and everything with the, regards to how people can get in touch with you. But uh, I've loved having a chat. It's been fabulous. And to you too. So back yourself, gals. It's, uh, we need more awesome women just uh, daring to lift the ceilings of our expectation and not back out of the room but keep going forward. Fantastic. Have a great day, everybody.